Cold Weather Bats, what's up? This is Brandon Justice coming to you to talk about Great Lakes Bat Company. As you guys know, the show is sponsored by Great Lakes Bat Company, and you can buy a hat on their website at greatlakesbatco.com. Upon that, you can do tons of other things too. You got a team, organization, whatever it is, they got you covered. Whether it's uniforms, custom bats, custom fitting for bats, custom fungos, custom wood bats, trainers, you name it, they got it. GreatLakesBatCo.com. Welcome into a very special edition of Cold Weather Bats. I am one of your two hosts, Brandon Justice. Joined by me, as always, is Brian Sikowski, along with a special guest today that we will get to in just a moment. Don't want to spoil that right away. Uh, with the season looming closer, last year we had a an idea that I that we all think went really well. Uh, we're doing a fantasy draft of both teams and players. Uh, so we wanted to evolve that a little bit this year. Last year when we did our team draft, we did it with Dan Griesbaum Jr., assistant coach at Gross Point South, and he'll be back for that team draft uh, coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Meanwhile, with the player draft, we wanted to add a picker to the room, and we thought, what better than to bring in a player? And the player that we've chosen is 2023 middle infielder Ryan McKay, who has joined us on the show today as well. So uh, I'll start with Brian. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. Happy to be back. Happy to be back in the saddle here. Um, happy to be doing one of the drafts or one of the episodes that I think was not only the most fun, but one of the more well-received ones that we did last year. So yeah, man, just excited. And then Ryan, uh, for, you know, you're not your first time on cold weather bats, but it is your first time as a quote unquote co-host, quite the honor. Don't want to put yourself on a pedestal too much, but welcome to the show. How have you been doing? How's your off season been going? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Off season's been good. Just, you know, obviously listen with, with the team and just getting ready to uh, do what we did last year and try to, you know, try to win another state championship, right? For those who don't know at home, uh, Ryan McKay is a Eaglet, Orchard Lake St. Mary's uh, middle infielder and returns after uh, quite the year last year. And we really haven't been able to follow up with you on the year you had. So before we dive into this draft, I figured we'll kind of recap that a little bit. And what moment to recap better than one of the best at bats i've ever seen and i got to watch it live and it was it was awesome uh brian i don't know if you got to watch it live i think you were in the parking lot at this point (laughs) (laughs) uh so for those who don't know is you you guys are playing brother ice for what i believe was the sixth time and trying to beat them for the sixth time this time in the catholic league championship and you found yourself in what was i think uh somewhere in between nine and 14 pitch at bat uh in a full count And uh, you're two outs, you're down, your team's down by one, and you hit one off the wall at Jimmy John's and you tie the game. So just take us through that moment, what that was like, and, uh, you know, how it felt to accomplish that. I mean, obviously, Rice is our, uh, our rivals. So that at bat, they had a huge dude section on me. So um, I think it was like a one two count for a while, and then he threw a ball, and then it was like a two two count, and I followed off, I don't know, three or four pitches, and then. He kept giving me some curveballs, and then um, he it was a pitcher's pitch when I hit, but he, he was, like, outside, fastball, a little high, and, like, you know, I'm not sure if it's going to be a strike, so I swing at it. Next thing I know, it's, like, in the air, and it's over the center, uh, center fielder's head. And, um, yeah, I got a triple, and uh, Ike was on second. He started the inning off. Um, 
I believe it was a walk, and then he scored, tied the game. The next inning, uh, he ended up walking it off with the uh, with the base hit. So it was uh, quite the year for you guys, uh, quite the year for the Eaglets, arguably one of the best high school seasons in Michigan history, probably unequivocally the best, but uh, I don't want to boost your guys' egos too much, uh, but you've fully earned that, so I guess I will. Uh, Brian, you were along for the ride as well, so before we dive into this draft and talk about the players that we're going to take and, and you break down the rules for us, uh, just take us through what it was like from your perspective and then uh, you know just seamlessly take us into those draft rules. Yeah, I mean, quick, like obviously uh, doing this show, uh, people kind of heard me along last year, so it's not like this. I just like, it's, it's super... I was having one of the most talented teams in high school baseball history last year. And I, I imagine that this year's Eagles team will be just as good, if not maybe better, uh, from a talent perspective. But it's just like, it's hard to stay focused day in and day out. You see it all the time in summer ball with the teams that have the stars don't really win. It's just not what happens. It's the good teams that win the big events. Um, so like I, I just the thing I was most proud of was was the ability to, to stay focused all year, the amount of uh, want that guys came to practice with every day, the amount of, of like intensity that guys got back a testament to the culture that Matt created at St. Mary's. And I know he hates the word culture. We disagree on that, but uh, it's something to be said with, you know, hey, it, if you want to play on this team, you have to be really good. And in order to be really good, you have to work really, really hard. And in order to work really hard, you have to really, really want it. And like these things are not spelled out. It's not like we have this big meeting at the beginning of every year where everybody's told this. Like this is just it's ingrained in the, the St. Mary's baseball culture now where, hey, it, kids coming in 12, 13, 14 year old as they come into St. Mary's, they know it's hey, if you want to be an eaglet, you better be really, really good. And like I said, if you want to be really, really good, you have to work really, really hard and et cetera, et cetera. And it flows on down and, and the the guys like many and, and others have done a really good job of buying into that in their early years, keeping it going in their middle years. And now as they get to being upperclassmen, they're the ones setting the tone. Um, and I just, you know, it's something that I, I was really, really proud to be a part of and really, really excited to be a part of. Uh, but enough about the Eaglets. We'll talk about a few of them, I'm sure, in this. We are going to do our cold weather bats player draft. Um, I don't remember exactly the rules last year. I think we might be changing a couple things up a little bit. But either way, there are 15 rounds. Uh, each of us will pick 15 players. You have to have a starting nine, um, a starting nine including a DH. You'll get three starting pitchers, a reliever, and two utility picks, which can be pitcher, hitter, two way, whatever you want. Pick a coach. I don't care. Uh, there's 15 spots. You got to fill them all. We are going to go in the order of McKay Justice Sikowski in a serpentine draft. Um, for those unfamiliar with it, that's the the snake draft. One, two, three, three, two, one. One, two, three, three, two, one. So on and so forth. Um, beyond that, the only the only other rules are you cannot draft or you have to have at least two members of each class on your team. Um, so for those at home, the only real thing that this does is it makes us all take two freshmen. Uh, anybody else can name two sophomores, seniors, juniors, etc. Got to take two freshmen on, on each team. And you cannot take more than three of the uh, people you coach slash play with. So Ryan McKay is in play for Ryan McKay. 
but then he can only draft two more St. Mary's guys. Um, similar to me, I can only draft up to three St. Mary's guys. Brandon can only draft up to three Wyandotte slash D-backs elite guys uh, since he coaches in summer ball. So uh, McKay, obviously, like we said, he's, he's able to draft himself, but only three St. Mary's guys, including himself. Um, but other than that, I think Brandon, unless I'm missing something, I think we're pretty straightforward here. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we're all set. I think you covered all the bases, uh, as well as you could. So, uh, with all that being said, I'm sure James has something cooked up in his brain for this moment. Like he always does. He is the mastermind that is the brains behind the cold weather bats production team, uh, party of one that is. So I'll allow that sound to be played here. Something like a along those lines. And then we'll just get right into it. Sounds good, man. I, I, without further ado, I, I guess we will uh, uh, bestow the first overall pick of the 2022 cold weather bats draft onto Ryan McKay. Many feel free. Wow, wow. This is a uh, this is an honor. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, with my uh, with my first pick, I I gotta go with uh, my boy Ike Iris from uh, from St. Mary's. That dude is just. I mean, he's a tank. I. That dude, he's been. I've been working out with him all off season. He just gets bigger and bigger, and I just know for a fact he's going to have one crazy year. So Ike Irish is going to be uh, the first pick for me. That's a great pick. Uh, as you know, I, I always advocate for catching being a high selection and a high priority. However, I can appreciate what it means to have a very solid arm at the top of your rotation, and I am taking who I believe to be probably the best arm this state has seen. I don't know when the last time we've seen one this good, uh, and I'm not going to drag this on any further. I'm going to take Brock Porter uh, with my first pick. Uh, he is an incredible talent that's probably going to end up being in the uh, first round of the draft this year, I would assume, maybe even higher. I don't I don't know what. this. That's Brian's category. I'll let him handle that analysis at some point this year. Um, but with that being said, I, uh, I'm going to prioritize the top of my rotation here and get a power arm. And, uh, and Brock, Porter, Brock Porter. So no surprise, two Eagles go first. I don't know if we'll have a third. I'm going to bet my money that we do. But I'll pass it along to uh, Coach Sikowski here. Um, yeah, so, okay, I get that means I'm on the hot corner here. So I'm going to pick back-to-back. Yep. Um, and with that being said, I, hmm, I don't know, man. Like, Because it's interesting how you want to build it out here. Like, are, are we prioritizing middle infield defenders? Are we... Does it matter at all? Am I going to try and use my advanced knowledge of players in the state to beat you guys later on in the draft? Yes. Yes, I will. Um, okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Yeah. Okay. I need to get a picture too. So I'm going to start with David Lally from grand blank. Um, I think that as far as going toe to toe with a Brock Porter, he's the guy who is most capable of doing that right now. And in the hypothetical world where our teams have to play each other, it would be David Lally versus Brock Porter. And in the hypothetical world of Michigan high school baseball, which is obviously hypothetical, I suppose that could technically be a state championship matchup. I don't, I haven't looked at the, uh, the regionals or how they're drawn or anything like that yet. So I, I'm sure that St. Mary's and grand blank might meet before that, but whatever, that is a, a cool hypothetical matchup. Um, and then I'm going to go, I'm going to save my, my Eaglet picks a little bit. So I'm going to take Jaron purify with my next pick, the shortstop from Liggett, because I believe him to be a very, very good baseball player. As I've talked about on the show, 
and it's hard to find guys who can really actually play shortstop. Not just like, yeah, he plays short, but like actually play shortstop. And Purify does that, so I'm going to go with him. Uh, with my pick, I am going to keep the run on shortstops going steady here uh, with a player that I believe to be – I don't want this to sound too overzealous. Uh, I think he's the best shortstop uh, around here that we've seen in downriver in possibly ever. I haven't seen a player downriver with his caliber of talent uh, in a very long time. Uh, I think Micah Ottenbright as a pitcher – qualifies for that but i think as a position player we haven't seen a player quite like donovan canterbury in downriver in decades and uh he's led by example since i've known him i met him when he was 14 and he's just a phenomenal character i think he's going to bring something to our room here uh he's played in a lot of really good teams in summer ball uh so he can compete with uh with the lineups that we're going to be facing with your two teams here so i will go with donovan canterbury to shore up not just my middle but he's going to be at the top of my order uh, as a leadoff guy for us. He's gotten a lot faster this year uh, over the past year and a half. I think that's going to really uh, show this year for him. And so that will be my second pick. Minnie, you are back to back now. All right. All right. So I think I'm going to go with a, uh, I'm going to go with the starting pitcher. Um, and I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Drew Tetsworth. From uh, from Frank and Muth, a twenty uh, twenty three. That's a very okay, solid. Mini, pick. Mini, mini joins the arms race here. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, I feel like catching and you know pitchers are obviously you know two of the main positions since they're in every single play of every game. So um, and then I'm gonna actually go with another starting pitcher, one of the twenty fives, Blake Illich from uh, from Liggett. He just I know he's just he's uh he's a stud coming up. So I mean. Why not? Why not throw him down as my second starting pitcher? McKay's the first one to break the wow. 25s in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, yes I sir. I expected that. All right. Many gets in on the 25s early, and you have to respect it. You have to respect it. Um, all right. Jeez. Okay. So I need a power bat, and I'm going to finish off my – which is strange. I didn't think I was going to be the one to max out Eaglets early. Uh, I'm going to go with Nolan Schubert. Uh, I think that you get a lefty stick in the middle of your lineup like him uh, and I need say, do need I say more? Like, I don't know. He's, he's a power bat, left-handed side. Uh, he's been dominating high school baseball in Michigan for the better part of three years now. Uh, he, I, I remember when Brian and I went, first started really conversing on a daily basis about baseball uh, back then. And was Nolan was a freshman, and he had that big hit against Country Day. I believe it was districts. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and yep. since then, I knew that kid was obviously going to be something special. Committed to Michigan shortly after, or maybe shortly before, uh, and the rest has kind of been history. And so I think his evolution is going to uh, continue, and uh, I think it's the perfect addition to this lineup of ours. I would agree with you, considering he was going to be my next pick. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, I'm going to take myself a power bat as well. Uh someone who actually led St. Mary's in home runs last year, but no one talks about that. And that's Jake Dresselhaus. He's going to play center field for me. Um, sorry. As we type, as we go here. Yeah. Uh, Dress hit lead off for us last year. Uh, every day played center. He was an infielder slash catcher, but running a six, four and being a freak of athleticism uh, kind of made us think maybe he can play center. And sure enough, he could. Um, so yeah, He's going to, I don't know, in my hypothetical lineup, maybe he hits down the order a little bit, but I'd imagine he's going to lead off again for St. Mary's this year. Uh, 
has lots of tools, has lots of ability, lots of power. Like we talk about, the power speed is is outstanding. Um, small strike zone, you know, things a lot of things to like there with Jake. He's going to play center field for me, like I said. And then, hmm, let's see here. Well, actually, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do here. I'm the the state of Michigan. We talked about this. It's not like we're making it up again. The state of Michigan is very very strong uh, in terms of high school baseball ability but all right so this is a little earlier than i wanted to grab this guy but before we run out of freshman um i am going to take a young man named tyler finkbinder uh, he goes to anchor bay high school in new baltimore he's a 2025 just saw him a couple weeks ago in toledo at our showcase down there um every bit of 65 185 as a freshman 84 86 filled it up it looks great it's uh what it's supposed to look like at, at that age as far as a, a big time prospect projecting that out i cannot imagine that he makes it through the summer without committing to somewhere power 5e um but, but yes tyler finkbeiner a, a very nice find a couple weeks ago a guy that i'm really excited about all right um wow that was Okay, this is where I start filling off because I feel like you guys know more about the, the deeper rounds than I do. We're not in the deeper rounds yet, but um, this is where it gets tough to select where you're going to go. Um, shoot. All right, let's see here. Okay, uh, I am going to take care of my first outfielder. I'm going to shore up my center. Uh, man, I don't know if there's a, a one-two punch that could provide as much speed and uh, – hit tool is Canterbury and Greg Pace. So I'm going to go with Greg Pace. Uh, I think he's Greg and Donovan played together in the summer this past year. Uh, and, and Donovan speaks the world of him at practice. I've seen him live a couple of times. Uh, I was able to watch him absolutely um, devour baseballs for two games last year when we had him in a doubleheader. Uh, and so I can definitely vouch for him in that regard, but the speed, uh, the hit tool and the, Defensive abilities are tremendous, and so I will take him. I am, I'm a big, I'm a big, big, big center fielder guy. I almost took uh, took him first overall, but decided to go here um, with him here. And then that's it. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the sandwich, so I don't get back to back picks. You are done. Yeah, you are yeah. done for now. Yeah. Not that I had anybody in mind. Don't worry. <laughs> Mr. McKay. Right. There we My go. turn. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I want to go going back to St. Mary's here. Um, I'm going to go with, for third base, I'm going to go, uh, Jack Crichton. Uh, Jackie Yeah, that dude is just, uh, one of the, probably the best pure hitters I've ever seen, barrel finders I've ever seen. He, uh, he's, he's kind of a slept on guy. Like, I don't think people know how good he really is because he just, he gets the job done, like when it needs to be done. Um, rarely strikes out and he just he, I don't know he's just always putting the ball in play really he is I'll speak to that I, he's also um, like t- take away the fact that he's actually good at basketball too like that he's actually good at it <laughs> um, it's like, like even if he wasn't actually good the athleticism that he possesses partially from all the basketball training translates to the baseball field in a way that you don't really notice but like that dude is as fast as anybody. I, I think on the St. Mary's team, if not up there, it just kind of takes him longer to get going because he's got longer strides. But I, it's a really, really, really special athlete with barrel control, and like I think that we are not even in the ballpark 
of just how good he's going to be baseball-wise eventually. And maybe we'd see that after a couple years at Michigan or whatever, but uh, dude's going to be really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not that I need to add any more vouching to this, but he was going to – it was him or Schubert for me. I wanted to go with the power bat, but, like, yeah, Crichton is extraordinary. uh, And at the box, he's hits pretty much everything. So – uh, and I was able to witness that. So that means, Minnie, you've got another pick. Yep. All right. Uh, this is a tough one because he can play third or second. Um, uh, this can qualify as one of your utility picks if you'd like it to. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think I'm going to hold back on that one. So for I'm going to go to uh, another 25 here. Um, oh, geez. I need to pick for a uh, For a first baseman. I'm gonna go uh, Brenton Waters. He's from uh, from Adams. I pretty good friends with him. That that dude has gotten so much better over the years, and he just uh, he's a bit he's a big uh, lefty hitter, um, and he just he just rakes, and he, he's a stud. So I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go Brenton. For those keeping track at home, he is a 2024, not a. Oh, did I say 20? Did I say 25? 24. For way, Waters is. Waters is interesting. Like that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah, that is a good pick. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of my 25 now. Uh, I really like the younger Campbell, Joshua Campbell, uh, committed to Michigan right now, out of Country Day, um, and I th- there's looks like there might be a run in 25s here. I really like the the younger Illich. Uh, so when McKay picked him, I knew that was a great pick. Um, so I'll go ahead and get who I think is probably the best position player in that class or one of the better position players in that class. Uh, Brian would know better than I was. I have not been able to see many 25s, but I will go with the younger Campbell. The genes are there. Uh, I've loosely met the family and I know of people who know the family and the family has high regard. So I will stick with that and go with uh, Josh Campbell. Good player, obviously, has bloodlines. Both of his older brothers are playing B1 baseball. Really good players. In fact, Saborn Campbell, one of the few guys to barrel up Porter last year, hit a ball like 400 and a million feet off of them to dead center. <laughs> uh, many, if you remember that. Um, anyway, yeah, absolute nuke. But uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm going to just honestly, like, here we go. I'm back to back. I'm going to take... This might end up being a utility spot for me, but I'm going to take another 25 just so I can close the book on 25s and stop thinking about them. Um, and this is another guy I just saw. Uh, this is another guy I just saw in Toledo a couple weeks ago. His name is Quinn Bentley, uh, left-handed hitting third baseman from Rockford High School. He's an artillery guy in the summer. Um, really like the uh, the swing. Really like the, the body projection. I think that there's a chance for you know left-handed hitting power bat third baseman, which is a, a very good profile, an attractive profile. And we're still really really early on, obviously. But uh, uh, wanted to get another 25 before we run out of 25s that I know. So going to go with Quinn Bentley. Impressed me in a short look last weekend. Um, and now on my double up. It's never a good noise. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave. I got. I just. I got some ideas. I just. You know. Right. Um, I feel you. I feel you. Took him last year. Uh, <laughs> he's. I can't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like save the eaglets. You know, like like not maybe take all of them early and like settle in in that sense you'd be smart um, too okay. because because we're both maxed out so you can do whatever you want with the eaglets the eaglets are free game 
I'm going to take and play him at third base, uh, Caleb Bonimer from Okemos. Uh, Virginia commit. This is my first 2024. Um, he's the best 2024 in the state per the fine folks at Perfect Game. Uh, really strong hit tool projection. Uh, he can hit now. He swings bat. Uh, middle infield right now. Maybe he plays third base. Maybe he stays at short. I'm going to play him at third base on my team because I have Purify already. But yeah, Caleb Bonham. All right. Uh, so this is coming back to me. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a guy who I think is arguably the arguably the best two-way in his class or one of the best two-ways in his class. I'm looking at it right now. I think he's the best two-way. I, you know, I could be wrong. I think he's the best two-way. I'm going to go with Alfredo Velasquez, my first Arsenal mm-hmm. pick. Um, yeah, he's just a stud. I mean, he went out there last summer and gave us a chance in every game we played on the mound. And it's it's interesting because the year before, Alfredo was far more of a position guy than he was a pitcher. Um, but he came in chucking anywhere from 88 to 90 on the regular and then got up to 93 at times uh, at, well, well, once uh, and really sat around that 88 to 90 mark. But the way he hides the ball and how he worked in his secondary pitches and just his mentality on the mound was kind of like a silent assassin. And, you know, we had a lot of guys around him that rallied around him and it was just fun. Anytime he was on the mound, we, we pretty much knew we were going to win. I think his ERA mini was like, what, zero point, like, Zero three or something like that. Yeah, it was. He had like, like he had like he had like three earned runs all summer, maybe even two. Um, so as a pitcher, you got that, and then you talk about the speed. He's like a six five runner with. Uh, he's got a sneaky power tool. He had a couple balls out last summer, um, but he finds gaps in the regular. And when he's on base, he's automatically getting to the next one. So yeah, I mean Alfred, I'm honestly shocked he lasted this long. I will take him uh, with with a lot of with a lot of confidence. And that means you're up, Mr. McKay. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> this guy. This guy. Yeah. This guy forgets he's after me every round. <laughs> we all, uh, we all I'm waiting. I don't know if you want to talk more. No, no, that's. I didn't want anybody to think we're like not talking about Fredo. Like we all think Fredo's <laughs> a good player. I just, yeah. but I didn't know if Minnie was going to go. Like, anyways, apologies for the awkward silence there, Fredo. We all do <laughs> like watching you play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, with a with a starting pitcher uh, in Sam Schaefer, uh, Hudsonville. I uh, nice. I faced him. I faced him summer ball. He uh, he has some weird arm slot. He's like a sidearm guy, like kind of summery, not really. But he uh, it his ball picks up on you and it moves like a sinker, or a two seam, and it's gas too, upper eighties. And yeah, it's just a tough guy to. Uh, he's he's a tough guy to face. D back, love him. Yeah, he's we yeah, that game was when he came in, I mean, Diamonds had a, a hell of a team last year and they they pretty much always do, but that one two punch of Klug and Schaefer um, you know, that was that was hard because you had Klug coming in over the top um, and, and throwing heavy, heavy, heavy fastballs with a with a nice winding curve to the secondary and then they come in with Schaefer who's coming from low three quarters like you said with all that movement. So, yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah. All right. Um I think I'm going to I'm gonna get another 24. Yeah, I'm gonna get another 24. And outfielder, uh, he's probably probably gonna play a. He's probably gonna play right for me. But Dante Nori from uh, from Northville, he uh, Mississippi State commit, and he I I watch him hit. Uh, we hit at the same place, and that dude that dude rakes, and it comes off the bat very very hard. I know last year he actually hit for the cycle one of his games. So uh, yeah, he's a guy that uh, is gonna be scary. And he can really run to a good player. Yeah, he can. Mm-hmm. I I am going to go with uh, 24 here as well. Um, 
uncommitted bad boy, Brennan Hill. Uh, I think that his frame is going to come into its own this year. We saw the what I think was kind of like the foundation of what he can be as a player last year in high school ball. I think this year he's really going to settle in and uh, be a dominant arm for Gross Point North at the, at the top of it with his brother, who we might hear from later in this draft as well. And I know Drew's probably extremely upset with the fact that Brennan was picked before him, uh, but I had to get a 24, Drew, so don't get mad at me. Uh, with that being said, no, Brennan just got the tools, man. I think Brian can speak to this. He's seen him live. Uh, you know, he's got mm-hmm. he's got a body that's going to play well the older he gets. And I feel like as a sophomore with a whole year of varsity under his belt as a true freshman or true freshman, like we're in college or something, as a freshman last year, uh, I think that'll play well for him. So I am going to put him in my rotation and I'm going to have him as my guy uh, behind um, behind Porter, but I'm also going to slot him into my utility as a two way, because I think the bat is, is pretty, pretty solid as well. Yeah. I just, he's, it's the picture of projection. That's kind of what it's supposed to look like from that respect. I, lots of angle, um, lots of, of funk, not in a bad way, but like deception. Um, all right. So on to me now, um, this is the end of round eight. I am going, there's just so many good players left on the board. There's so many strategies I want to do. I still need catching. I still need bats. Uh, but this is too much value to leave on the board. I'm going to take Wyatt Danilowitz here, um, the left-handed pitcher from Brandon Witch, Traverse City. You know what? I'm not even going to try and guess this year. That's a, that's a throwback. That's a year-long throwback. That's a, yeah, uh, I was going to say, that's, a, uh, that's like a, a diehard episode listener's joke. <laughs> Traverse City West. <laughs> Uh, physical left-hander. He's committed to Louisville. I saw him a couple times last fall playing with the Red Scout team. It's explosive shit. He needs to throw more strikes, needs to be in more command of the zone, but uh, lefties with that kind of arm speed and and ability to spin the ball, a really, really highly sought-after type of profile. So I think that's going to be pretty good for me. Um, And then I need bats. Like I said, I need bats. So... I'm looking and I'm looking and I already said that Dressel House is going to play center for me, but since nobody's taken him, I'm going to take Evan Hager from Catholic Central and he and Dressel House can literally fist fight for center field. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I think that that's, they're just, that's just two really athletic, twitchy, good players who uh, can fight it out. But yeah, Hager, super tools up, uh, PG Select Fest alum, left-handed hitting center fielder for Catholic Central, who can really run, he can really hit. He's adding some power to his game. Uh, can really defend in center. Just gonna, we're we're gonna be athletic. We're gonna be athletic on this team. Is kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, you mentioned catching. I've been this one's been lingering for me for a few rounds. I've been hoping nobody takes him. I'm happy they didn't. I'm gonna go with Noah Miller, 2023, uh, committed to Cincinnati. And Adam Monroe, uh, I think he's the best defensive catcher in the state, regardless of class defensively. Uh, I think offensively, he's got a lot of, uh, you know, pop that's possible there. He's had some swing and miss problems here and there, uh, a little bit of a rollover problem here and there, worked with him a little bit. Uh, but he's really come into his own here over the past year, I think. And I think he's primed for a big year here. He's gotten a lot stronger. Um, but really, I don't think. And 
anyone who knows me knows this. Nothing beats having a catcher where you have you don't even have to look at the position because you know it's fine. And Noah's going to command a game. He's going to receive better than anybody. He's going to throw the ball really well. He's not going to throw the ball as well as Ike, but he's going to throw the ball really well. Uh, and he's going to take care of you offensively too. Uh, he can go in and pitch as well, and I know that's been happening for him, but I personally love Noah behind the dish uh, defensively, so I'm going to go with him. Earned a PG National invite just a couple weeks ago. Noah Miller did. Yeah, do you know, man, defensively he is seriously like a difference maker. You know, He is, he is lengths ahead of, of most people. Uh, his age, regardless of state, in my opinion, he's just really like the IQ and all of that. He's he's also kind of a little bit of a psychopath when he plays, and I kind of love that about him. So, uh, yeah, that's my pick. Nice, Brandon. Mini. Thank there you, Ryan. Go. I appreciate your uh, appreciate analysis there. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, all right, this guy's probably going to slide to you, uh, utility guy for me, but. Um, I played with them on summer ball last year and he can, he's really, really slept on like crying, but he can rake. I'm going to take uh Matthew green from, uh, from Liggett. Oh, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that dude, uh, when we played him, I think he had, I don't know, three or four hits, a triple double home run. Uh, that, that dude, he can, he can just, he can just rake. Yeah. He was awesome for us this summer, man. He was, he was tremendous. Yeah. Or, or last summer, I should say time flies. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so I need a uh, I need a second baseman, so I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I think we go Reggie Sharp from from Liggett. Uh, you know, missing commit. He's he's like he's a barrel finder. He's quick. He has a great glove. I, I like him. I like watching him. I like how he plays. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna go with Reggie. Yeah, Reggie's definitely uh, as solid of a pick as you can get in your middle. Um, I think you said it best there with all that shoot. So it wraps right back around to me, huh? Okay. All right, I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, I'm gonna go back with a pitcher. Um, jeez, this is tough, man. This is where remember earlier when I was like, oh, we're gonna get in later rounds, and you guys are probably gonna dominate me. We're about <laughs> at that. We're about at that point. Um. All right. How am I doing class wise? Twenty-two. I'm two, looking. Two. You need. Looks I like need a 24, 24 and a 25. And a 25. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll worry about that later. I'm going to take Tommy Schapansky. Um, <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I think a rotation of Brock Porter, Tommy Schapansky, and Brennan Hill in the middle there uh, would be dangerous. So I'm going to go with Tommy Schapansky. He's got, the, he's got everything, I think. You know, that curveball is disgusting. Uh, I got to watch it a couple summers ago um tommy gunn as they call him so yeah i'll go with him uh, out, of, out of garber and i think he threw a uh it was him and titsworth had like dual no hitters or something like they they were like going they were no hitting each team or some sort of it was just a crazy game between the two uh because uh titsworth at frankenmuth and with Chapansky at garber they, they play and so i would love to see that game this year if i if i have a free day that day i would love to go watch that and go to see those two teams play now if this were ever to come in real life, then many our teams would play, and you would throw Titsworth, and I would throw Spansky one game, and we could we could do it too. So I uh, yeah okay yeah we'll duke it out there. Um, back to me in the hot corner. Um, okay, I need a second baseman too. So uh, how about Ryan McKay? That's oh, I was wondering when that kid was going to get taken. I I maxed out I maxed out my eaglets early. 
So <laughs> he was going to take himself. But uh, appreciate that. We'll welcome we'll welcome Minnie McKay to the club. He can play second base. On that's going to be that's going to be an awkward game. Minnie's going to be coaching his team from the other sideline. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something. Uh, that's fine. I don't give a shit. He he can hit. I like guys who can hit. Um. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, uh, Ryan McKay, left-handed bat, if you haven't heard. Um, good player. Started most days as a, as a sophomore last year for the Eaglets. Um, and I have one Eaglet left, but I'm going to save that for a surprise later, I think. Might not, not that it's going to be a surprise. but I thought it was two teammates. Um, I thought it was three. Oh, it's three? Well, that changes everything. Only I'm gonna three take a guys you can coach. Only three uh, guys slash teammates. Uh, yeah. And you can't take more than three from the same team either, but like... You know, like that's right. I got same you. I got for you. Me. You know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, absolutely. So, okay, I need catching. I need. I could use another arm. I could use another outfielder. I would like to add a little bit more power to this team. I need a DH. Um, am I am I right-handed heavy or am I left-handed heavy? All right, I'm a little. I'm right-handed heavy. Well, we're kind of balanced, but but right-handed heavy. Um, I am going to go with Brady Birchmeyer for my DH position. That's a good one. Uh, Bopper, Bopper, Brady Birchmeyer from New Lothrop, uh, Bowling Green commit, six three two forty of hit ball hard. That's he hits balls hard. That's kind of what we're looking for. Uh, also a pitcher, but I don't think we're gonna we're gonna I don't think I'm gonna use him in a in a two way role. I think we're just gonna let him concentrate on bopping. But yeah, Brady Birchmeyer. All right, here I go. Okay, um, I'm gonna. Jesus, this is getting tough. This is the part where I just get in my own head. It happened last year. For those who don't remember, um, I do. Oh well, yeah, I certainly believe you do. Uh, maybe there's kids at home who have no idea who I am and don't remember. Um, all right, Jeez, so I need a twenty-four. Don't I? And a twenty-five. Oh Jesus. Um, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Dylan Larkins. Mm-hmm. I need, need another left-handed bat in my lineup. I think he brings a lot to the table as a outfielder, and I love that our outfield is now Greg Pace, Alfredo Velasquez, and Dylan Larkins. That's disgusting. So that makes me happy. Uh, and then I had another lefty in my lineup, and I think he's the perfect uh, young guy to throw at the bottom of my lineup who can bring that speed at the nine hole um it also has a little power tool as well so yeah i'll go with dylan larkins good pick he's a good player lots of projection lots of bad speed yeah all right um mission one of my most important positions a shortstop so i think i might have to have to go that with uh i don't really know how to say his last name uh jonah uh how do you say the last name you just saint antoine yeah saint antoine um yeah, Pittsburgh commit. I played with him at uh, at Futures. He uh, he rakes that 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 dude that dude can hit. So he's definitely gonna be my uh, my shortstop. And then mini builds teams like I like to build teams. Like I really don't give a shit as long as you can hit. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, you win. You gotta score. You gotta score to win. <laughs> gotta score. <laughs> you gotta score to win. Can't win games. Oh well. And then uh, for my DH, I'm gonna go. I know he could play a little first, but he would be my DH, uh, DH Nathan uh, Nathan Ball, um, um, Bay City John Glenn. Uh, once again, played with him at Futures. Uh, I think he had a 
like a nuke over the center fielder's head and like he got a double or triple out of that and he he he, just, he can just uh he can have bombs and that's what you, that's what you need at the DH. So I'm gonna go Nathan Ball. Boy can roll the pole now. He can roll the pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy. That means it's my turn. Um all right. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something here. I'm gonna yep. Okay. He's coming into his own this year. I'm calling it right now. Hudson Davenport's gonna be my DH. Uh and he is just the best teammate i don't think there's i don't think there's any many teammates out there better so i think he's going to be a great gel for us uh and then apart from that i mean the bat i mean the bat speed the raw power um it's just the upside's absurd for him i think he's a guy that a couple years at eastern and he might be someone that the max looking at as a conference guy just because he's going to put a ball he's going to put a lot of balls out um you know last summer he was working on a lot of things and i feel like He's really honed in on that this year, and we're going to see the product of that this spring uh, and then again in the summer. And I am super excited to go watch him play at Eastern because I think that's the such a good uh, situation for him to go into the MAC and, and make some noise and potentially be a draft guy when it's all said and done uh, with his time at Eastern. Definitely like a way to stand out. As a as a guy going into a, maybe a smaller college conference is is like literally just go hit for power. People will notice mm-hmm. that. And that's a guy who's got the opportunity to go in and do just that for sure. Um, I talked about how I was getting a little left-handed heavy, and now I'm going to take two straight left-handed bats in a row. So I guess we're just going to roll a left-handed heavy lineup because that's just how we're going to do it. Uh, For my final eaglet, I'm going to take the newest eaglet, and that's Blake Grimmer. Uh, He's going to play first base for me. Um, he's an athletic guy who can play a bunch of spots on the infield, but for the fighting Sikowskis of this imaginary thing that we're doing, we're going to make him our first baseman, another left-handed bat, another power bat. Um, and then joining him and he's going to play left field for me is, is I took him last year and that's Cole Proud. Uh, like the, really like the left-handed bat there. He's a CMU commit, so fire up chips, et cetera, et cetera. Um, just you know, guy I've always liked it as far as a bat. He's he's big and physical. He's six three, two hundred. I've seen him for power. Uh, Standish Sterling Central High School. But yes, Cole Proud. So now more and more left-handed hitters on Team Sikowski. That means I still have an eaglet left, doesn't it? It does. All right, watch this. I got a two-way for you. All right. So this is my final utility pick. I'm gonna go with Jason Oliver. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I've just heard that the arm is like absurdly uh, good this year, um, both power-wise and uh, in general. And then he's always had the bat. He's always had the glove. Um, so I think he can go play second base, third base for us, probably third base. I like the arm a lot of third base. And then he can go in and take, take a good chunk of good innings for us. Uh, and you guys would know this way better than I would. I don't feel like you're, it's necessary for you to pull back the curtain and tell us this. This is simply a hunch from me. Um, and this isn't like sourced information that I've heard from either of you. So I want to clear that up to anybody listening at home that's looking to somehow find a way to beat the Eagles this year. Uh, he, this is a guy who could end up being like a number two, three kind of guy for uh, Orchard Lake with what he brings to the table. So, yeah, I did not know I had another Eagle left. So that's that's good news. Cool. Yeah. And like, I don't think it's giving anything away. Like, yeah, I think Jason will see a expanded role on the mound this year. But he's also tasked with uh, filling some pretty big shoes at shortstop. So you know, correct. Uh, correct. Matt'll Matt, like, you know, Matt, it's not, 
Matt is not afraid to have two ways guy two way guys play both ways. It's just like he's not going to overload one way or another. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's we're not releasing any state secrets and that Jason will have an expanded role in the mound. But number one <laughs> is still going to be play shortstop. Hit you know. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with a with a relief with a yeah with a reliever. Uh, I know he starts, but he can, I know he can also relieve. So it's kind of both. Um, I'm going to go with the, uh, 22 right-handed pitcher, Trevor Buson from Clarkston. Um, he, I feel like he's just going to have a really good year cause he can run it up to 92. He's going to central Michigan. He's, I mean, he's six, 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 seven, you know, ceilings through the roof. So, um, uh, I think he's just going to have a really good year and I think he's just going to ball out really. Well said. Yeah, saw him last summer. Uh, guys taking a velo jump consistently. I think I saw him 85, 88, 86, 89, somewhere in there, but still liked it quite a bit. Now that the velo's coming in that body, I'm with you, Minnie. I think he's the best is still yet to come for him. Yep, and then uh, I'm going to go to a 25 with my uh, utility, uh, Leo Jividen. I think that's how you say his last name. Um, yeah, he's going to be my utility. He can really play anywhere. Um, he played with my uh, my cousin um, not too long ago. He might even still be playing with him, but uh, on the hit dogs, and he can that dude, He can hit bombs. Uh, he, I think he's just going to be like a kid that's going to commit real early, and he's just going to be a stud for sure. All right. Um, that brings it to me, of course. Um, it does. Okay. All right, I am. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, um, I'm gonna go with. I gotta wrap up my 2025s, so I'm gonna go with Anthony Benetti, right-handed pitcher. He's gonna be my reliever here in my uh, my list. And uh, there was someone I really wanted to put in that spot that I'm no longer gonna be able to. Um, and I think we're all maxed out on pitchers. Nope, we got one pitcher left, so I won't say it. I will save it for the end. But I'm going to go with Anthony Benetti. This is a, uh, a vouch from Brian. So I will let Brian take away the breakdown of Anthony Benetti because I have not had the privilege of watching him. Uh, yeah, neither have I um, to put me on the spot. <laughs> I guess I'm looking at our, at our rankings. He's a, he plays for the Hit Dogs 2025 national team, a, a skinny athletic righty who is going to put on 50 pounds throughout the course of high school. The arm works pretty well. He's up to, he's into the low eighties, closing in on the mid eighties. It's just like, you know, guys that young players that young, it's, you're not so much looking at what they are now. You're, you're looking at what they could be. That's the whole point of scouting and evaluation. Um, And that's a guy who the traits are there. It's a quick arm. He's skinny. Uh, He's tall and lanky and he'll, he'll get more physical and, uh, already throws pretty hard for a kid his age, and, and just the the projection is there. It's, it's what it's supposed to look like as, as far as projection goes. So definitely think that's got some upside. Um, I guess we're on to me now, huh? Um, we sure are. We sure are. Coach. I need I need a catcher. I need a reliever, and I need a utility guy. And to remind people of the rules, the utility guy can be whoever the hell you want, whether that's a two way or whatever. Um. I think I need another 24 too. Hold on. Let me look at this. Do I, I only have the 124. Okay. All right. That's easy enough. Then I will make my catcher pick also 2024. And I'm going to go with Rhett Roser from De La Salle. 
Um, he's actually a two-way. He can kind of play the infield. He pitches. He can play corner outfield. I've seen him catch. Uh, there's some power in his right-handed bat. He's a good football player. Um, I've had some good conversations with him just, you know, being at the ballpark and he comes to PG stuff all the time, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I make Rhett Roser my, my pick for my catcher. Um, and then let's see, I need another arm and I need a utility guy to, to do. Let's see. Um, all right. I'm going to pull another one out of nowhere with you guys. I'm going to go with Luke Cole. From oh, oh, that's who I was going to go with. <laughs> um, Mr. Cole is something of a pop-up. He yep. just came to the Great Lakes Indoor, uh, 2023 right-handed pitcher who was up to 93. Really D-back. fast arm. Noted D-back elite. Uh, <laughs> elite D-back, whatever. Um, uh, gonna, just because I've seen him the, the least amount of any of these other guys, I am going to make him my reliever. But he, I, you know, absolutely can play his way into a starting role. I, I don't, you know, we'll see how tryouts go. Um, but yeah, I, just taking the arm speed, buying the projection on the body. He's an athletic guy, and, and I was really impressed in, in a quick look. I am going to take things to Gross Point South and take Wells Graham uh, for my second base uh, slot that I have open. I think my middle with him and Canterbury will be pretty. Uh, Solid to say the least. Uh, Wells is a guy who is a, a like an extension of a captain. I mean, he wasn't named one. I don't really know if we named any captains, but uh, as a sophomore, his his leadership was like absurd. I really haven't seen it out of many kids like him. And then you add in the bat and the arm and what he can do on the mound. I'm gonna stick to him just being a hitter on this team, uh, given the the rules of everything here. But he certainly is a guy that will pitch for South this year and for the rest of his uh, his next two years at South. Uh, but yeah, I. I that the bats there, the, the the gloves there, the swaggers there, uh, he'll fit right in for us. Nice, nice. Thanks, uh, thanks, Ryan. Uh, all right, <laughs> I need a I need a left and center fielder. So my center fielder, uh, I'm gonna go Braden Dowd from uh, Brother Rice. He, uh, I saw him in summer ball, but in the Catholic League Championship, I remember he had first inning started off with a nuke to right field. Uh, which gave him all the energy and doubt. He, uh, I know he's quick. He can run the center field well, so he's going to be my uh, my center fielder. Um, all right, uh, left fielder. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to go. Tyron Humphreys, uh, Country Day. Um, he, uh, I saw this video of him uh, from the summer. He was at Rice. He absolutely pimped a nuke to right. I think it was two of them that day. Um, yeah, and I, I've, I've played with him before, and I've had practice with him uh, from Arsenal. So I know he's a, he's a beast, and he can rake, and I love guys that can rake. So uh, I like my team. I think we're going to be a uh, hit machine team for sure. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Got to end it off. Yeah, this has been fun because – Last year, we thought that that 21 class was like extraordinary, right? We talked about how good of a class it was. And then, Brian, you started mentioning how the 23 class might end up being better than that class. And here we are again the next year, and there's still three – those three classes, sophomore and senior. Now, freshmen are never really going to get the love as freshmen in this sort of scenario with going up against 17, 18-year-olds. But, again, Mm -hmm. you have three classes filled with guys. I'm sitting here like looking at – 
10, 15 guys where I'm like, oh, I could have taken him. I could have taken, you know. So I think that's that's cool to look at. I'm sitting here freaking out over third base, but I'm not going to take much longer. I'm going to go with, oh, God, is it three St. Mary's players? Yeah, three. The, so I, the, mm, yeah. I can't take them. Can't take them. All right. No, you, uh, you can. I oh, can't. I can't. Minnie and I can't. Yeah. Oh, so I'm on. I'm an. I, I got Eaglet Unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have like. Them, I have like Eaglet Five G. Yeah. All right. 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 There you no go. data yeah. restrictions. All right. Parker Bruskevich is my pick. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Have fun spelling that name. I would just put B. Um, but Parker is uh, like we've Minnie's been saying barrel finder quite a bit. I mean, uh, he's the definitional one. He just gets the job done hitting. Uh, he doesn't try to do anything flashy. He's probably one of the more um, stays within himself players. I know, I guess that I've been able to coach and uh, we had him for a year at Arsenal and he was, he would show up and just find barrels and just, that's all. It, he's just a walking barrel, you know, and uh, big moments. He was nothing's too big for him. He's won national championships in the summer level uh, with his age group. So I will gladly take him at third base. Plus the glove. I mean, I, I, sh- I would be remiss if I didn't mention the glove. He's very sharp in the field as well. Yeah, I, I think that he's I've heard, you know, getting asked questions about him in the recruiting process. Like, do you like him better as an arm or as a bat? And like, I think he's a legitimate two way. He just hammers the strike zone on the mound. Yes. I'm not taking anything away from that, but I just, I like him a lot as a, as a right-handed hitting third baseman, like you described. And the dude like didn't play a ton last spring. I, you know, he, he played many. will tell you he played a decent bit, but it was, I think he had 40 at bats and, and maybe 20 innings or something on the mound, um, brought him along slowly, but I think he had like nine walks and no strikeouts or something as far as his offensive line goes. Um, the average Parker Vrstevich at bat a year ago was like a, a hammered ground ball on one of the first two pitches of the at bat or something like that, like a really hard struck line drive. Um, so as he's lift, as he starts to lift the ball more, get stronger, I think there's going to be a lot of power there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think he'll be another power five. And he's got the frame the too. I mean, he's a big kid. He's yeah. like, what? Six, two, like something around yep. there. Yep. Yep. Every bit of it. Yep. Um, okay, so I'm going to take someone you both know pretty well with my final pick, the final pick of the draft, my utility, one of my utility selections. I'm going to take a legitimate two-way player, uh, and I'm going to take Carson Byers. Oh. I think that, that he adds something to my team, both positionally with the stick and on the mound. I saw him a few times last summer. I, it looked great every time. Um, really deceptive stuff on the mound really sneaky power uh, at the plate good athlete for a kid as big as he is uh, i know he's a hockey player or was a hockey player um but yeah i just i like the versatility there i like the way he can add things to to different parts of the ballpark um but yeah man i mean the the thing about it now we're done with this and we're looking at our rosters and we're all excited etc 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 think about the stuff we left on the board yeah, and I was going to bring that up. I wanted to like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listing a couple of guys. Like the first thing that comes to my mind is Kyle Remington. Like that's the guy I was trying yeah. to get in my utility Ryan spot Mooney. there. Ryan Pico. Mooney, Parker, Parker Pico, Pico. yeah, uh, Jacob Brown, Brendan um, Bennett from Novi, yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, uh, Muzzy from Huron is a guy who probably yep. could have slotted into one of those arm roles, committed to the state uh, along Kyle with Kyle Crow, uh, Jacob sure. Brown, Easton Story, Oliver Service just committed to. F- Texas, yes. Pardon my yeah. Blew that one out. <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta go. Man. Oh my god, Sorry, that's man. funny. 
Kiri Kahi is a legitimate, you know what I yeah. mean? I, it, Scrub. I, yep, Scrubs. Tate Farquhar is a hell of a player. Um, yep. Dominic Krupinski, Jacob Morrison, Caleb Sanders. I, these are all guys that very easily could have been taken. These are all really good players. What a, what a damn what a time we live in to, to yeah, be around in high school baseball. Uh, Jake, like this. Yeah. Jake Coulter. Jake Coulter. Yes. Jake Coulter. Jeez, uh, I just I keep thinking of names in the top of my head. I mean, There's a lot. Uh, I mean, it gets. Yeah, it's 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 a state that it does not get. I mean, that's why we did this whole thing, right? You know, like that's that's why cold weather bats became what it was because we wanted to do exactly what we're just talking about and shine the light on the state that's. I mean, look at that, dude. We just drafted. I don't want to do the math, but we just drafted a lot of people, a ton, <laughs> and and we're sitting here and we're sitting here. Not, I'm not even looking at lists right now. We're just naming people off the top of our heads that like we thought about taking but didn't fit in. Uh, I mean, another kid that I think is going to probably have a really good year this year. It's going to be well known as an arm is Kellen Roberts. I mean, we saw him last mm-hmm. year, Manny. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot to work with there. Uh, he, he's going to be a kid that probably takes takes a step forward. Uh, Drew Hill. We talked about Drew as a potential pick there. He had, he had 11 home runs as a sophomore last year. And he didn't get picked in this because we just ran out of a room. And the same can be applied to all the players we just said. So, yeah, it's just great. You could, you could probably make another draft. <laughs> yeah. Next year we're adding a fourth picker just because there's that much yeah. that we can. Yeah. Yeah. Four teams would be great, and we'll just do two two coaches, two players, or maybe us two, a coach and a player. I don't know. We'll worry about that next year. Yeah. But this was great. Uh, this was awesome. I think it's crazy because last year, you think about it, last year we drafted with two teams, and we thought the same thing. And then we bring on a third picker, and we're still sitting here like, well, we could have done that. We could have done this. We could have done that. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's recap here. Let's recap here. We'll go go through the line here and uh, name off the teams. Um, so we'll start with Ryan, and he started with Ike Irish, who is his catcher, and then went to Drew Titsworth, who is the top of rotation for him. Blake Illich out of the 2025 class was his first pick in that class, and also a pitcher, Jack Crichton, will play third base for him. Uh, Brenson Waters is his first baseman. Uh, then he took Sam Schaefer out of the 23 class as one of his uh, pitchers. Dante Nori, the 2024, committed to Mississippi State in the outfield. Matthew Green, the 2022 out of Liggett, who's a utility player for him. Reggie Sharp, the 2024, who's a second base. Jonas St. Antoine, the 2023, committed to Pitt, who is at shortstop. Uh, Nathan Ball, 2023 at third base. Trevor, how do I say this? Bison? Buson. Buson? Buson. Buson. Trevor yep. Busen, who's his reliever. Uh, Leo Jividen out of the 25 class, who's his utility. Braden Dowd, 2023, uh, in the outfield. And then Kyron Humphreys, the 2022, who is also uh, joining him in the outfield. And then we had my team, uh, where I took Brock Porter at the top of my rotation. Uh, Clemson commit, 2022. And then Donovan Canterbury, shortstop. Xavier, Nolan Schubert, Michigan. Uh, playing first base for me, Greg Pace out in center for me, also Michigan, Joshua Campbell, 2025 for me out in the outfield, uh, Alfredo Velasquez, uh, seems like I liked to pick a Michigan commits. Holy crap. I didn't realize until now, uh, he's in the outfield. Brennan Hill is in my rotation alongside Brock Porter. Noah Miller is my catcher. Tommy Schapansky is the one, two punch with Porter. Dylan Larkins is in the outfield for me from the 2024 class. Hudson Davenport is my DH out of the 2022. Jason Oliver, another Michigan commit. Again, I don't know. I didn't even realize I was doing this. Uh, Jason Oliver, play third base for me. 
and two-way. Uh, Anthony Benetti is my reliever. Wells Graham, 2023, is my second baseman. And Parker Bruskevich, out of the 2024 class, is my third baseman. Now, before I need oxygen, Brian, you can definitely uh, list off your team. <laughs> All right. Um, my first pick was David Lally. Uh, he'll be my ace on the mound. Followed it up with Jaron Purify, who will play shortstop and probably hit leadoff for me. Um, Jake Dresselhouse from St. Mary's, MSU commit, can play a bunch of different spots. Tyler Finkbeiner, 2025, 6'5", projection righty, who I really liked a couple weeks ago. Uh, went back-to-back with 25s to Quinn Bentley, left-handed hitting third baseman from the west side of the state, Rockford High School. Um, think he'll do a couple different things in my hypothetical team. Caleb Bonimer, the 2024 Virginia commit from Okemos. He's going to play third base. Uh, went with Wyatt Danilowitz from Traverse City as my left-handed power arm. Followed that up with a couple 23s in Evan Hager and Ryan McKay. Uh, if you're noticing a trend, we are a very left-handed hitting heavy team. Uh, Brady Birchmeyer is in my DH spot, the bopper from New Lothrop. Uh, then I went again, left-handed bats, Blake Grimmer and Cole Prout. That'll play first base and right field for me, respectively. Uh, Rhett Roser is going to catch for me in addition to maybe doing some pitching. Took a wild card in Luke Cole uh, as my as a reliever arm uh, later in the draft. Guy runs it up to 93. We talked about New Boston Huron. Speaking of New Boston Huron, two studs atop the rotation. All of a sudden, St. Mary's not in D2. Downriver State Championship, perhaps? Perhaps. Uh, question, question mark? Profit. Hey, don't count out the Bears in D1, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I closed my draft with Carson Byers in 2022 from Matawan uh, as a two-way guy, left-handed pitcher slash left-handed bat. Um, but, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, I'm sure that we will – we're going to put this together in a graphic, really blow it up on social media. Uh, interesting debates, sure to follow. We're going to do the team draft with Junior uh, in the next couple of weeks as well. But uh, anyway, I figure we'll just, Brandon, if it's cool with you, we'll just close it down here. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think this went as, as well as we thought it would. Ryan was uh, a guy who we knew would offer a lot of knowledge top to bottom in each class, uh, knowing as much as he knows and uh, playing around these guys as long as he's played. And I think he provided exactly that. So, Ryan, thanks for joining us. We really loved having you on. Uh, as everyone who, anyone who knows Ryan, he's an easy guy to root for. So best of luck this year. Uh, hopefully I get to go out and, uh, get some free time and be able to watch you guys play. Uh, and Brian, uh, you know, your team is good, but I don't know if it's better than mine. So with all that being said, you can follow us on social media everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at cold weather bats. Like Brian said, there will be a graphic out. So if you're looking for a more uh, formal way to look at the sheets of uh, how they were drafted in the lineups, et cetera, et cetera, be sure to follow us there because it will find its way there uh, shortly after the episode is released. So uh, with that being said, we will see you guys uh, in the next week or so with this uh, episode with junior on the team fantasy draft. And if you're hearing this now, then you've probably heard the episode we released before this one as well. So appreciate you guys joining us and sticking with us. Uh, get ready for the season. We're almost there and we will have weekly episodes during the season. The same we did last year. We will have a preseason super 25. We will have a uh, bi-weekly super 25 or weekly. We haven't decided that yet, but just be excited because uh, CWB is back with a, uh, a lot of uh, consistency week to week during the season, just like we did last year. So we're excited. I'm excited. And we will talk to you guys next week for Brian, for Ryan, and for me. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, what the fuck?